Hello, everyone. When some guy in Austin came to me suggesting we podcast about one of his type of movies, my first reaction was to turn my nose up at the thought of watching something boring on the History Channel. But then he dropped the name Patrick Swayze, and I was all ears. Roadhouse, the movie, is awful, but it's also so good at the same time. Join us as some guy in Austin and I break down the fundamentals of bar fights, kickboxing, and the art of removing a bad guy's trachea directly from his throat. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 265 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're about to do something that we've never done. Oh, have we done this on the podcast before? I know we've done it on the website before where we do our he said, she said about a topic. Uh, I don't remember if we've podcasted about it before. Did we do that with Outlander one time? We have done it with Outlander. I think we did it with Outlander one time on the podcast way, way long time ago. The movie though. Never a movie. No, no, no. It's always, we did the notebook, which is how this all started once upon a time, which was so great because you have ludicrous thoughts about the notebook, the movie, <laughs> and I have brilliant thoughts about the movie, the notebook. Those and so we went back and as, forth. Those are also known as rational male. <laughs> no, no, no. Silly. No. It, my my way is best. So you came up with this idea of doing on a, uh, doing a he said she said on a movie that you choose, which yep. is typically not the way it goes. I'll typically give you a list and say, "Hey, have you seen any of these wonderful movies?" Yep. And you either have one time back when they you know came out, or you'll you're nice enough to go rewatch. But tell everyone what movie you picked and why you wanted to discuss it today. Well, you know, I, I looked at a movie because obviously the the uh, benchmark for any movie um, that's not a uh, Hallmark holiday mm-hmm. movie, uh, the benchmark mm-hmm. for any movie is is nope the Notebook, and so mm-hmm. I try to pick a movie that had romance in it, uh, <laughs> that had some some conflict that needed to be resolved, mm-hmm. uh, that had some attractive actors, yes, uh, and one frankly that women and men of all ages you know, from all walks of life can enjoy. Uh, the conclusion I came to was 1989's Roadhouse yeah. starring Patrick Swayze. And um, mm-hmm. I also thought it would be funny to make you watch that movie from start mm-hmm. to finish. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of uh, <laughs> passive aggressiveness in my choice, but Roadhouse is the, the movie I picked. It was, it was a good choice. Let me tell you why is uh, Patrick Swayze. I mean, you had me at Patrick Swayze. Now, had I seen Roadhouse before, I probably did because it was Patrick Swayze and it came out after Dirty Dancing. And so I, my love affair with Patrick Swayze had already begun. And so I probably either talked my sister into taking me or saw it myself at the movie theater. And that's probably the last time I watched it because to me, it's a movie about bar fights. 
with a, with a little bit of romance over it. and um kickboxing i'm gonna say a lot of swing around sweep the leg johnny you know sw- all of the kickboxing stuff in there there's a lot of kickboxing but i also have a special place in my heart for sam elliott and he was in it and so that was a good thing but i want you to tell people you know why they should watch it what why do you think it's a a quintessential guy girl date night movie well, I think more from a male perspective, it's it's so bad, it's good. It's one mm-hmm. of those. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it's also on like every five minutes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so they, in fact, it's on, you know, the, every few months it'll come on. It'll, it'll be in circulation, one of those kind of random channels you have. Um, but, you know, it, it's about uh, Patrick Swayze, really. It's really his journey. It is. Now, mm. Let me just set the stage here now. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is, is also known as Dalton. Mm. And uh, Dalton is a professional cooler. Do you know what a cooler is? Okay. That was one of my questions. Yeah. Because they say he's got a team of bouncers, which we know what a bouncer is. A bouncer is a person who will bounce you right out of the bar if you if you make if you upset the status quo, or a bouncer won't let you into the bar. But I had never heard what a cooler was, and I don't think they did a good job of explaining that. Well, Patrick Swayze has a speech to the the uh, the uh, apprentice bouncers when he first gets hired. Now, now yes. set the stage. He's a really well known, like legendary bouncer slash cooler in New York City, of course. Mm-hmm. However, there's a bar um, on the side of the road called the Double Deuce. Double Deuce. And, uh, it is in a small town in Missouri. And of course, Patrick Swayze's uh, legendary status as a bouncer uh, goes past Missouri. And so he gets, hi- <laughs> he gets hired by the bar's owner. Now, the bar's owner, you know, the double deuce is a, it's pretty seedy. Let's see. They have to put, um, you know, they, they have to put bouncers at every door. There's weapons. There's fights. Ugh. There's all kinds of shenanigans that go Drugs. on. There Drugs. There were illicit theft. materials. Yeah. Yes. Theft. Okay. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but but there's a, a, a gentleman that decides to refurbish the double deuce. And of course, mm-hmm. if you're going to put that kind of money inside a roadside bar, you definitely want the best to mm-hmm. watch over your bar, right? So Patrick Swayze somehow gets hired to come to Missouri and be the cooler. Now, a cooler is kind of the head of the bouncers, and his job is to cool things off when they get heated before the fight starts. Okay. And what's the, the number one rule of being mm-hmm. a bouncer? Do you know what it is? Be nice. That's right. Be nice. If someone throws a drink in your face. Be nice. Right. If someone calls you a dirty name. Be nice. And do you know how it's how you know when it's time to not be nice? When Patrick Swayze tells you, Dalton <laughs> says, right. "Okay, let's get these jokers out of here." That's right. Patrick Swayze determines when it's time to use force in order okay. to uh, clean up the bar. So what I've just told you is basically the whole movie, um, <laughs> except there's a bad guy. Uh, a guy played by the name of uh, Ben Gazzara. He's kind of a uh, – you'd recognize him if you haven't yeah. recognized him from the movie already. But he's in a bunch of stuff. He's kind of a character actor. But he is the deplorable Brad Wesley who is the town's mm-hmm. richest resident. And he makes a lot of his money by extorting local businesses in the name of security. Terrible. 
Yeah. And he has a gang of goons, if you will. And, um, they are charged with uh, keeping Brad Wesley's fortune in place. Mm. Uh, although some of them do occasionally come to the double deuce to hang out, including Brad Wesley's girlfriend, yeah. um, who eventually gets smacked in the face for looking at Patrick Swayze the wrong way. <laughs> Here's the question that I had though. What I remembered for the first time was I remembered Patrick Swayze going to the double deuce to check it out. Yeah. And I remember a bottle coming at his head and he turns his head and it slams into the pole beside him. And then he just, maintains composure that's he did he's it cool. this, he's because he's, he's cool, cool man yeah, he's cool he's the cooler i get it now but he he was i mean he's th- he's facing the camera and he turns his head and he faces the camera again it just happens in a split second that he's his head didn't get hit with a bottle and i remember right. that thinking wow patrick so he's so hot and he didn't get hit but he lets the entire bar get trashed around him because i guess he's He's sussing out the situation because he's yeah. wanting to decide if he wants to to stay there or work there or whatever. I also remember the blind guy who was the musician. Jeff and Healy. he, who? Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Oh. He, was, he just wasn't some blind actor. That guy's a legit uh, musician. I did not know that. Jeff Healy band. What, what was his name in the movie? Elvis. And I remember he was behind Chicken Wire yeah. playing his music because it would get so bad, right? Yeah, and uh, because it was a rowdy bar that Patrick Swayze had to clean up. Um, now, in order to restore order to the bar, Patrick Swayze does what any good cooler would do. Mm-hmm. He has a team meeting. Yes. And in that team meeting, he fires some people for stealing because oh, Patrick yeah. Swayze is pretty observant. And you got to get those, out of there. That's right. And one of those people that he fires happens to be the nephew of Brad oh, Wesley. Oh, the bad guy. Okay. Therein is what we what we call that in literature, we call the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that creates obvious tension between Dalton, the cooler, and Brad Wesley. And so the stage is set for a big showdown. Okay. Now we're also it's also important to know that coolers um, always carry with them their medical records. Why? Um, just in case they're <laughs> snapping a bar fight. Which he was. Right. And then. The, uh, it, hence, we have the meet cute between Dawson. Dalton. Oh, Dalton, not Dawson. Well, he doesn't have a creek. He don't have no creek. I just yeah. remember also the blind guy going, the name is Dalton. Yeah, Whenever right. everybody was wondering, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And he knew. He knew in his spirit that it was Dalton because he can't see him. Or right. maybe that one guy whispered in his ear who it was. But then he gets he gets sliced in the side, and we get to have Patrick Swayze shirtless. He was shirtless quite a bit in this. It was very exciting. And he gets to go to the county hospital to have Doc sew him up, who ends up being Kelly Lynch. Kelly Lynch, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's now, just Kelly, suit yeah. him right up. Yeah, and she looks like every ER doctor I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, there's instant chemistry there. Now, she happens to be the niece of the uh, the well-meaning uh, auto shop owner mm-hmm. who gets his uh, business tossed once a week by Brad Wesley's goons. Oh, come on. little trivia. Do you know who that part was played by? No. Do you remember? Do you remember what he looked like? The guy with red hair. Uh huh. 
His name's Red West. Does that ring a bell? No. That is one of Elvis's bodyguards. <laughs> nice. Sonny and Red West were Elvis's bodyguards. They wrote um, the book, the tell-all book about Elvis when uh, mm-hmm. when when they try to save his life and he fired him. Yes. But Sonny and Red, Red, that's Red West. He was Elvis's bodyguard for many many years, and uh, now he's in Roadhouse. So you know, pretty much a. Pretty pretty stable trajectory of career there. there it's good to have dreams and yeah. multiple career goals. Yeah. So so now Kelly Lynch and Patrick Swayze now now Patrick Swayze is uh, uh, staying in the barn above uh, mm-hmm. the well-meaning farmer Emmett his barn. He rents that now. What we learn about Patrick Swayze is that not only is he a bouncer, one of the most successful bouncers in New York City, to where he's known yeah. in Missouri and he can come clean up the double deuce. He's also a philosophy major. There you go. Did you, find, did you find a kindred spirit in that moment? Cause weren't you a philosophy major? I'm a double major, but yeah, I, I would think um, I would probably not aspire to be a bouncer at a roadside bar in Missouri. Hey, He's a philosophy fighter is what it's called. Thank you very well, much. I think that goes in really kind of his <laughs> approach to the whole um the whole industry really is, is mm-hmm. more, you know, more Zen than most bouncers. Yeah, be say. nice. Just be so, nice. Um, after a few stereotypical bar fights, um, <laughs> Patrick Swayze uh, gets his car vandalized, but we realize he also has a, um, in a giant S class Mercedes that he keeps in the barn, yeah. but he's smart enough to know that he's going to get his car vandalized. So he invests in just an old beater that he drives to the bar every night. Yes, he does. And it does and get vandalized. Right. And then when, when um, Dalton um, gets in a conflict with Brad Wesley after he destroys the auto shops, uh, auto parts mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, the, the other bad guy. I think his name, his name was Jimmy in the, in the, the, the good looking yes. guy with the, the With hair. the pool stick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the meanest guy of Brad Wesley's gang. And he, he, he unbuttons his shirt and he has like a claw tooth necklace or something. Yeah. Mm, that that means know, he is rough. Yeah. And we know that it's on from there. And so through a series of, um, frankly, unbelievable events, um, they make attempt after attempt to squeeze the double deuce out of business. But Patrick Swayze, being the cooler, has connections. He ends up calling his very close friend and mentor, mm. Wade Garrett. That's now, right. Wade is played by Sam Elliott, mm. who, God bless him, he's great, but he plays the same character in every movie, <laughs> except The Big Lebowski, where he's the, the what do they call him? I don't know what his character's mm-hmm. name is, the cowboy that uh, narrates. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Wade Garrett comes down to help Patrick Swayze, because he's, frankly, he's in over his head at the double deuce. He is. We, you yeah. just have to admit it. It's like 12 against one. That's right. And Sam Elliott comes down and they fight a few battles together, but God darn it, mm. Brad Wesley ends up killing Sam Elliott. How dare you? Yeah. That makes Patrick Swayze take his Mercedes out of the barn. Heck and, yeah. And drive it into Brad Wesley's house. <laughs> and uh, where, where there's another set of fights mm-hmm. and Patrick Swayze eventually literally rips the esophagus out. He of does. The- Not 
that's one of my questions for you. <laughs> I, I can't answer it, frankly, because I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> I will take your trachea. Ah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he literally, I mean, and I'm not exaggerating it. He's not. He rips the guy's esophagus <laughs> out of his body. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how he kills the bad guy. The Jimmy guy with the pull stick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's an awful fight. And Swayze ends up, you know, pretty, pretty roughed up. Mm-hmm. But he's still mm-hmm. able to perform his signature move, which would be ripping the esophagus out of <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Why this is this this whole thing just seems just like a really bad idea. I mean <laughs> You pulled it off. <laughs> That's that's the part that was, to me, it was very much, we have a scene and here come the bad guys and there's a fight. And we have a scene and here come more bad guys and there's a fight. And then we have a scene and there's some more bad guys. It was just yeah. bad guys fight. But how many fight scenes do you think were in, if you had to guess? Well, I'm going to say... I'm going to say one because the whole movie is basically. That's exactly right. It's just one big long. There's some downtime, you know, where where there's some character development where we have to figure out that Swayze is actually a really nice, you know, ethereal Mm. guy with all of these philosophical beliefs. The other thing I didn't buy in the movie is he, he, Patrick Swayze tried to smoke in the movie and it just Mm. didn't. It didn't look natural. It didn't fit with his character. Yeah, I agree. I know it's probably a big thing to expect character development in a movie like this, um, but it just didn't fit. And then Kelly Lynch, um, she didn't dress like a doctor. <laughs> like she wasn't in scrubs all the time. No, she had, I mean, it's amazing. She could even take off anything she had on because it was so tight. So tight. Um, I don't know how to feel about her. I can't decide if she's attractive or not. I mean, she, oh. she fit the role pretty well. You know, I um, I was uh, I was actually um, researching before this um, uh, podcast because I wanted to brush up on my Roadhouse trivia. Yeah. <laughs> you know who was originally cast as the doctor in that movie? Um, as as Kelly Lynch. Yeah, and, and they character? fired her because there was no chemistry, and they replaced her with Kelly Lynch. Oh. Um, now when I say this, it's going to make perfect sense. Okay. Annette Bening. Oh yeah. I can see that. That's one of those fortuitous things. You know, she was probably really upset that she got a movie part and she, and she looks back on that now and goes, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) What did Kelly Lynch do after? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming that she probably like that's crazy something. Yeah, she probably provided him with med- medical care. <laughs> I also enjoyed this. is This was the part where you just bless the '80s hearts as a decade. Is whenever it, you know all the bad guys, except for our ultimate bad guy who wore you know the saber tooth tiger necklace or whatever that yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Everybody had just acid wash jeans and their pastel shirt tucked in and their boots with a steel, you know, razor blade on the end of it or whatever. But everybody looks, nobody looks like black leather and chains or (laughs) dirty or scruffy or anything like that. They look like they walked off the golf course and came to wreak havoc at the double deuce. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened because Brad Wesley <laughs> owns that town and I'm sure he owned the local golf course. 
<laughs> that was one thing I could never figure out. It's like a, there's like ten people in the whole town, and like seven of them work for Brad Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a like a what a sixty five year old man who was five foot two. Yeah. yeah. Why well, didn't Swayze rip his throat out? I, don't know. I mean, maybe maybe uh, cooler etiquette didn't call for that <laughs> at the time. Um, you know, the but, other thing, yeah. the other thing yeah. that I, I, I was going to notice was um, there's a really good soundtrack to this movie. <gasps> Tell me about it. Well, there's Roadhouse Blues, which is a door song, but did, again, the Jeff Healy band played the house band and they, they did that. Um, but remember the, in the love scene, they play Otis Redding's These Arms of Mine. I like that mm. song. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you also know that um, there's a song on the soundtrack called Cliff's Edge? And do you know who wrote it and performed it? I do. It's Patrick Swayze. That's right. Patrick Swayze. Um, as far as I know, that's the second movie where he has a, <laughs> a song. Of course, she's like the wind. Isn't she? Mm. Yeah, made it through. So it's this is really what I've, what I've determined uh, after kind of studying the movie. Mm. It's basically dirty dancing um, when uh, Johnny Castle has the summer off. Oh, that's wonderful. I think that's wonderful. Yes. And I think the movie would have worked better if this was like Johnny Castle's summer job. You know, like he goes he goes and teaches dancing in the Catskills and sleeps with 16-year-olds. And then to supplement his his income. He goes to Missouri <laughs> as the cooler. I think that would have worked a lot better. <laughs> what did you think about Patrick Swayze's mullet? It was. I mean, look, Swayze was. You know, he was one of the good guys. You know, it's mm-hmm. a shame. He, I think he was only fifty nine or so when he died. Yeah. Um, and he's a good Houston guy. You know, I grew up in Houston, and mm-hmm. and uh, he was always. Everyone was proud of him. His mother. Um, owned a dance studio there in mm-hmm. Houston, which is where he learned how to dance. And, uh, he was always a, a good local guy, you know? So, but darn it, if he didn't look 35 years old in every, every movie he ever made, I mean, remember the outsiders? Yes. I mean, he was like the 35 year old brother. And then he he goes, yeah. And then, he then goes he's to, dirty dancing yeah. over there. And then he's ghosting <laughs> over there. Same guy. He's 35 in that movie. And then he's 35 again in Roadhouse. He's 35 in Roadhouse. Did you ever have a mullet like him? Or no, was my that bro- my brother had a mullet? I always, I never, I just never got into that. I always thought it was kind of looked dumb. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I never liked long hair. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. like the way it feels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, I always kept my hair short, and of course, this these days I keep it really short. If you were in a fight, could you? I mean, not right now, but back in the day, whenever you fought, yeah, I'm not saying that you were a fighter, but I'm pretty sure most guys have been in a fight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. A few. Did you ever do that roundhouse leg swing like he did? Yes. <laughs> Were you trying it out or did you know what you were doing? One time I had a guy with a shark tooth necklace attack me. And that's how I dispatched of him. You roundhouse kicked him in the necklace. And then in the necklace. And then when he came at me, I tried to rip his esophagus out. (laughs) Think about that though. Like how I I mean, think about the physics of that. Like how 
hard would you have to throw your hand into somebody's throat to actually rip out their entire esophagus? It's so dumb. Like some of these movies, that's I, I get, you know, they're lower budget and, and you, you know, you're skimping on character development, plot, acting quality, all that stuff. But of all the things to leave in the story, <laughs> that's the big climax is he rips out the bad guy's throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so it's I mean, at least he movies. didn't roundhouse kick his head off. That's well, decapitate. <laughs> Although I think if anyone could do it, it would be the cooler. Dalton. <laughs> now, here's the other thing I'll tell you is it's also one of those movies where, you know, you have your favorite scenes. Like, like the one you had mentioned was like where all the guys walk in and Swayze looks over at one of the employees and goes, right boot. And they they flash yeah. to the guy's right boot. It's got a razor blade on it. Yeah. That's how that's how observant Swayze is. And um, it's just stuff like that. Like I'll find myself like on a Saturday flipping around and I'll be like, how far are we from the right boot scene? Because <laughs> I would like to watch that. And the second thing that I always watch is when um, he rips the guy's throat out. <laughs> but do you remember, do you remember the, the Brad Wesley's girlfriend? Remember mm-hmm. when, when he comes over to Brad Wesley's house, mm-hmm. um, talk to Brad Wesley about the conflict Right. She's uh, doing aerobics in the living room and she has leg warmers on and like an <laughs> Olivia Newton-John leotard. Yes. You remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Which is why I liked that Doc was not a bimbo like that girl. No, she was, no, she was very educated. She appreciated his, um, his sensibilities as a philosopher slash bouncer. She did not like the violent nature. Well, but if it wasn't for the fights at the Double Deuce, I think Kelly Lynch would have been out of a job over there in Missouri. Missouri County Hospital? Yeah, she's better off going to vet school at that point. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, so So this movie here is, um, it's, again, so bad it's good. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but it is one of those movies that's sort of fun to fun to watch and talk about. And, you know, occasionally um, you'll be sitting around and you'll hear somebody in a bar say right boot and everybody knows <laughs> what that means. So. I did see that on family guy, the cartoon that's I guess on Fox still that he rented the dad rented roadhouse. And then after he watched roadhouse, he would try to, he would, he would try to, you know, kick people. And then he'd look at the camera and go roadhouse. So he did it the entire time. He went to the uh, drive through window at McDonald's and punched the glass and looked at the camera and went roadhouse. And then he made a, a spoof of it. It was really funny. Yeah, so no, apparently I mean, it's, anytime it's, it's, we see the fight, we can just look at it and go roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. It pops up in uh, popular culture, <laughs> which is one of those movies and God rest his soul. Patrick's lazy. You know, we can make fun of him, but he made some pretty memorable movies. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was sad to see him go. Um, now, another thing that I was going to tell you is that um, in, in my research, um, there is actually a Roadhouse 2. Oh, gosh. It's straight to DVD. As you <laughs> I know. imagine it did. <laughs> now, there's a movie coming out now called Top Gun Maverick, right? Yes. Dear. Now, Top Gun Maverick has uh, Miles Teller as Goose's son, remember? Yes, yes. So he's Goose's son now, and then Tom Cruise 
has to uh, teach him how to fly or something. Mm-hmm. And I bet yeah. he's going to say, you don't know how to fly. Now, Roadhouse 2, now I'm okay. just going to read to you the plot of Roadhouse <laughs> 2, as if the plot of Roadhouse 1 wasn't ridiculous enough. I can't a wait. Sequel, okay, a sequel, Roadhouse 2, which was di- released directly to DVD in July 2006. Must have missed that. Okay, here it goes. Set many years later and telling the story of Dalton's adult son. <clears throat> It featured no characters from the original cast and only a few references to Dalton, who was reportedly shot dead before the film took place. (laughs) Yeah. Sad face. Yeah. Is he the son of Dalton and Doc? It doesn't say. (laughs) Which leads me to my next question. Sam Elliott didn't want to come in as a cameo for that? He got killed, remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, well then it must not be Doc because Kelly Lynch probably would have done a cameo. Yeah. Well, she's not doing a whole lot these days. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if she, like, I haven't seen her. I wonder if she's aged well. I suppose we could look that up. I think she has. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you get like the the pinups, like, you know, like, did you realize that that a long, long time ago, Angela Lansbury used to be hot? (laughs) That's great. Yeah, she was like a pinup girl, and now she's solving mysteries. Or if she, she's still alive, I don't know. She is. She wasn't in Roadhouse. <laughs> Although okay. she might play Patrick Swayze's <laughs> mother in Roadhouse too. Oh. Okay, I have Kelly Lynch pulled up. Do you want to know yeah. what she's been in? Yes. Since she's done a lot. Good for you, Kelly Lynch. Let's see. She did when was when did it come out? 89. Oh, she's done a lot. Um, nothing we've ever heard of. Oh, she was in Charlie's Angels. That's where I'd seen her. She was a bad person in Charlie's Angels. Apparently, she was in Allie McBeal. A bunch of other stuff I've never heard of, but the L Word, which I never watched. She was in that from 2004 to 2009. Wow. So she probably did. Oh, she was in 90210 too, the new version. She had to be a mom or something. I'm sure she was. Something called Magic City and Ooh. something called Mr. Mercedes. Wow. So good for yeah, her. But she, yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she's probably one of those, you know, I think it's totally possible to make a pretty good living, like not like, you know, Tom Cruise money, but. If you're a working actor, you know, and, and you're a member of SAG, um, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, acting's a pretty good living. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, know, you can also watch Roadhouse Tonight on Showtime. <laughs> 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 it's just no here on the sidebar over here. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Lynch, you're looking her up. What? You can see her tonight yeah. on Roadhouse yeah. was Showtime. Google, Google, the uh, the, the uh, <laughs> algorithm is like, why would anyone look up Kelly? Immediately go to the, the Roadhouse suggestion. No, one else, no, no one's looking her up for 90210. She was kind of a big deal like in the 80s, right? Like she was in Oh, yeah. Movie, right? mm-hmm. I remember her in um, um, Cocktail. I remember that movie, the Tom oh, Cruise movie. Right. I'd forgotten about that too. And then I also remember her in a movie called Drugstore Cowboy with uh, Matt uh-huh. Dillon. Remember that? Uh-huh. She was in that. And then Roadhouse. Anything else she's been uh, could <laughs> You don't remember her in Carly Sue? 
We'll talk about that next podcast. That was the one I was going to pick. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And thanks to some guy in Austin for really helping me figure out what Roadhouse is all about besides fighting, which the answer is nothing. So I got that. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. And towards together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.